Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Piano with Discoculia. Tactile feedback is important. Research about numerosity. Brain training with movement and more. And step by step, what to do when your child has dyscalculia. This is our podcast for week two in 2021. And with us is Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Dyscalculia Services. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, as always, great to be here. Thank happy, you for having me. Happy, happy, happy to have you here. Now, uh, the, the first link is interesting. Um, I do not have dyscalculia, I don't think. I do have a piano. And the person who plays the piano most in our house is the piano tuner, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, what can we learn about this piano with dyscalculia? Has it, yeah, does well, it have the, an the piano doesn't have dyscalculia. Oh, okay. okay. Right, right, right. Okay. Right, right. So the combination. <laughs> Playing the piano as such may not be a problem. But knowing what to play and deciphering those notes on sheet music right. may be an issue for people with dyslexia and dyscalculia, both of them. Right. And you need to uh, be aware that the keys um, are different for the left hand and the right hand. And that means that particularly people with dyscalculia and dyslexia who have a slow processing um, will struggle to... Uh, play with two hands at the same time not that they cannot move their fingers but the reading is different because the two the treble and the um, the other clay and and the bass clay um, just have uh, the notes on a different line anyway um, going back to this specific link the person in the link for today has found it using an app called simple piano works for him so the app scrolls the music rather than uh, having them to read it horizontally. So uh, that is something that you can okay. definitely uh, try. And Sounds a little like the karaoke. Uh, no, it's more like the karaoke where you see the song text, the lyrics, and then the little, little yellow ball that floats over it to tell you what to sing when. Well, the, the working memory and sequential memory here comes to mind as that right. might be a problem and this app helping with that. Sounds pretty good. Good tool. And good that they share that with us. Now, the next link uh, is about textile driven... Tactile. Tactile. Tactile driven subtraction. And let's listen in. And there's a little video with it. See if that works. Tactile, they haven't subtraction. A tactile board. What it is, is just a plastic folder. Inside, you put a piece of paper to make it white. This is a see-through folder. And then I've used these, like, uh, they're, they're a self-adhesive stick-on chair bottoms, right, that you can get at Home Depot, real cheap. And as you touch them, you get tactile sense, sense, sensory okay. feedback. So can you find... Okay, so he uses he uses these little little felt things that you put under your chair as a manipulative. Absolutely, and this is a really good example for the famous saying, they need to get it into their hands 
before they can get it into their heads. That's a good saying. And uh, you see here Christopher Wooden, who has worked with Discocolic students for years and wrote several books about it. And he is using the five pattern, um, like you see on dice, made with button-like self-adhesive felt dots for counting and calculation. Okay. And that has a very good uh, tactile, um, tactile um, possibility. So I think it's great to use these multisensory ma materials uh, for the remediation of dyscalculia. Um, although the way you use them and the discussion you have with the child is also very important, if not more important. And too often, um, expensive manipulatives are bought, but the people who have them do not yet know ex necessarily how to use them and what to say while using them, because then it's just a toy, right? right. For example, the, the Wreck and Wreck. It, it's a Dutch invention, uh, invention by the way. Ah, it's a great tool, but it needs to be used in the way it has been intended. So on a regular basis, I work with teachers to explain to them the proper use of it and other uh, manipulatives. And it's a great way to liven up their professional development training and to liven up their teaching and to engage their students so right. I'm, I'm really for it okay okay um now the uh the next link is a little bit more theoretical it's uh, it's some deep research about numerosity uh, what can we learn here yeah this is about an article published last year in the journal cerebral cortex communications and we know that people who easily work with both actual quantities like objects or dots and with written Arabic numerals and can also easily translate between the two mm -hmm. so between the non-symbolic and symbolic information uh, develop to have really good math skills now this is an article uh, by the researchers from Western University in Canada and Vanderbilt University in Nashville and they did a functional MRI study with 139 healthy adults. Now, uh, they had a reason to look into the question how the brain codes numbers. Okay. And they used a 7 Tesla machine, which is very powerful, so it has a great signal noise quality. Now, they found that for specific numbers like 4 and 6, the same neural source was used to code for quantities of dots and for written Arabic numerals. That's interesting. Right. And the outcomes are part of the ongoing unraveling of the part of the brain uh, and what could help us support the development such that children can be helped with mastering of their math. It's a long but very interesting scientific right, read. Right. It's right. amazing what they all can do with those uh, uh, functional MRI uh, machines. 
And I'm excited that it's called the Tesla, actually, like the car. <laughs> well, as you know, Tesla is the uh, magnetic field of the Earth. So you okay. can okay. Um, <laughs> compare that if you talk about seven Tesla, that this is a really powerful machine that has magnetic the magnetic right. field that uh, resembles the... Seven uh, times gravity. Seven times the uh, magnetic field of the Earth. Okay. So, so you have to actually be quite careful with your car keys because yes. you need to leave them outside uh, the area the of the <laughs> MRI machine because they are going to fly into the machine and, um, and actually uh, damage anything in their path, Oops. if that be a human or the machine itself. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Okay, well, the next link is about something uh, more innocent and easier to uh, to come to. It's about brain training with movement. Brain training with movement. Well, uh, your question will be, does that work? And uh, they highlight in this um, uh, post various things that different teachers do to get the children moving while they learn. It's all part of using the five senses to access various parts of the brain in order to attempt to create new links to the math concept you try to teach uh, children. So certainly the children who have ADHD can benefit from these kind of actions and it will focus their mind. In this time of pandemic, unfortunately, uh, not much can be done in groups, but it's still possible to encourage the students who you tutor to get out of bed or up from their chairs and move around <laughs> and be active while yes. learning. You can yeah. also talk to the parents and have them select some activities that could be done. And what immediately comes to my memory is the way uh, we used to learn and who, who used um, was used by um, the previous generation and the generation before that at the end of the 1800s, 1900s, that you move while learning math facts. We were marching uh, while learning our multiplication tables. When we were marching towards our gym or wherever we had to march, uh, just on every step of our uh, walk, we said, one of the parts of the multiplication tables and it was kind of a drill that really worked with it so this is not a completely new concept but they have revamped it and i really feel that that could be very beneficial okay well i, I came from a catholic school we never had that kind of marches <laughs> we were in church a lot um okay it brings us to our last link of the uh, of the week and, um, and this, is, uh, this is interesting. It says, step by step, what to do when your child has dyscalculia? Many of our listeners will be asking those questions. Yes. Well, this is a post at the website Matrix Math. Uh, it's um, made by an organization aimed to help students with math. And they have a clear explanation there um, about dyscalculia how to diagnose dyscalculia based on the level of four skills, computational skills, and that's obviously based on their age and, and their grade level, the inability or struggle to do the addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division, and also to work with fractions. Then uh, the second one is that they look into 
math fluency to the ability to easily recall those basic math facts, mm -hmm. like four times five is 20. Then mental computation, the ability to do math sums in their head without relying on fingers or, or pen and paper, although I feel that relying on fingers might, is it if it going fluent, um, is not a big issue. Then the fourth, the fourth they mention is quantitative reasoning, the ability to understand and solve word problems. Uh, this is something that you also see in the math reasoning inventory. And um, based on that, they offer tutoring services. Um, so um, yeah, look into it. It's a, it's a new website from 2020. Good. And they have some, some good practical Easy, easy accessible information. Good, good. We love that and we love all the awareness that Discoculia gets that way. Well, thank you very much for stepping in uh, today. Hope to see you back next week. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services and she is on her quest, her quest also in this new year to find Discoculia tutors. There are too many children out there who are not getting the support that they deserve. So if you're willing and if you would be able, please step up to the plate and go to discoculiatutortraining.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments, and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.